0: I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18+. The 2D Metroidvania is a perfect fit for the return of Prince of Persia. This is your IGN review of Prince of Persia, The Lost Crown by Phil Hornshaw. I fell in love with Prince of Persia The Sands of Time way back in 2003, when it helped redefine 3D action adventure games with its clever rewind ability, enhancing its environmental puzzles and fast acrobatic combat. But while the aughts saw a bunch of sequels with similar elements, none ever quite hit the same heights as The Sands of Time, and the 2010s were a parched desert for the series. But like an oasis, Prince of Persia The Lost Crown finally nails what I loved about those classic Prince of Persia games, and it does so by placing the series' best ideas within a 2D Metroidvania framework that calls back to the roots of the 1989 original. The Lost Crown excels in both the elements that make for a great Prince of Persia, platforming and combat. The 3D games sometimes struggle with cameras that can be tough to wrangle in tight spaces or that make it difficult to gauge distances and often solve the problem by just locking the camera in place in tricky spots. Combat has a similar problem. Parkour-like fighting moves are always cool, but it can be tough to pull them off well, especially against multiple opponents. By bringing the whole game to a 2D viewpoint, The Lost Crown is able to hone in on precise, snappy controls that always feel great and you can always see exactly what you need to do. Like the Sands of Time in 2008's Prince of Persia reboot, The Lost Crown constitutes a reimagining of the series' concept, striking out in its own direction but maintaining some familiarity. The enticing basics are the same as a quick, Acrobatic protagonist, you explore a massive, semi-ruined location covered in deadly traps and filled with various soldiers and monsters you must overcome with strength and cunning, and time shenanigans are afoot. The similarities end there, though, as The Lost Crown tells a new story based in Persian mythology, leaning into an adventure filled with cool characters that are often pretty interesting, although the plot can get tripped up in its details and delivery as you explore the maze-like map. At the heart of the tale are the Immortals, a group of seven nearly super-heroic warriors dispatched to the legendary Mount Kaf to rescue the kidnapped Prince of Persia, Ghassan. You play as Sargon, the youngest and most brash of the group, who struggles with both proving his place among the Immortals and with chasing down his mentor responsible for the kidnapping, make him a compelling character throughout the twisty, though somewhat predictable journey. Sargon is a fierce, fast warrior, and while this is a Metroidvania and unlocking new abilities over time is an essential element of the formula, he's a capable fighter from the start. In fact, the Lost Crown's focus on giving you plenty of tools in combat right away is a huge part of why it works so well. Fighting enemies is as compelling as exploring the sprawling map thanks to combat that emphasizes speed, reaction time, and pressing your advantage. This combat system often moves at an almost breakneck pace. Sargon's speed is his greatest advantage, and even basic enemies hit hard enough that you need to take them seriously. It's a balance that creates situations where you always need to be reading enemy movements, and your best bet is usually to keep moving and keep attacking. The threat most enemies present kept every battle exciting and important across my 25 hours in Mount Kaff, even on the normal difficulty mode, and the fun comes from learning to master everything at your disposal. The Lost Crown sports four difficulty options, as well as the ability to customize things like enemy health and damage and parry window size, and combat is exciting enough that I'm looking forward to starting new runs on the tougher levels to put my skills to the test. One of the Lost Crown's best ideas is to increase its focus on melee action beyond what you might expect from a Metroidvania's combat system. Almost Sekiro Shadows Die Twice meets Devil May Cry. Your goal in fights is to create and maintain combos that can give you an advantage. Kicking smaller enemies into the air allows you to juggle them and keep them from fighting back, while the goal with larger enemies is usually to get behind their defenses to evade their blows while ravaging them with your own. In addition to regular strikes, upward and downward attacks, and aerial maneuvers, Sargon also has moves that chain off dodges and slides, and heavier attacks that can be charged up or changed depending on when you execute them in a chain. You wind up with lots of different moves at your disposal that can be linked together in different ways depending on the situation and the enemy you're fighting. All of Sargon's attacks are simple and easy to execute, but still made him feel like a fierce warrior at all times, especially as I learned how to read opponents and pull off combos that allowed me to absolutely dominate them. Adding to the thrill is the fact that combat is so damn stylish sargon and the other immortals who appear as npcs zip across battlefields at impossible speeds as bright colors splash over the background you don't have a proper block but you can parry some moves and parrying specific powerful attacks triggers a quick execution cutscene that eliminates regular enemies outright with flare rewarding you for understanding your opponent and reacting quickly miss a parry however and you're left vulnerable The Lost Crown will show you just how bad you messed up with a giant splash of red as you take your hit. The Lost Crown discards the time-rewinding power that defined most of the Prince of Persia games by allowing you to undo mistakes. Instead, when you fail during a platforming section, you're just returned to the last chunk of solid ground you touched with a little damage to your health bar. As long as you're not out of health, you're free to try again immediately. It isn't as thematically neat as the rewind feature, but it is functionally a quicker, cleaner approach to allowing you to adjust for your errors. It's rare that a platforming section feels too long or is annoying to repeat since you can make additional attempts almost instantly and you only really suffer consequences when you fully run out of health. Prince of Persia The Lost Crown captures not only what made games such as The Sands of Time so good, but it irons out a lot of the little issues that plagued the 3D games in this series by opting for a 2D perspective and owning it. It also works extremely well as a traditional Metroidvania, sticking with tried and true elements of the genre, but executing on them with precision. The story can feel a bit jumbled at times, but it's the fast and fun combat system, the tight and satisfying controls, and the stylish look and feel that elevate Sargon's journey and make the Lost Crown a worthy successor to the best of the Prince of Persia legacy. Prince of Persia The Lost Crown's IGN score? 8. Thanks for listening to IGN. My name is Tony Jackson, and for the latest Prince of Persia updates, visit us at IGN.com.